Welcome to Trail to 100, the podcast where we tell our story of training for our first 100-mile race. Tune in to hear about the struggles, the growth, the learning, and the exploration that come with tackling this challenge. It's the story of two average Joes trying to achieve something they once thought was impossible. So join in on the Trail to 100. Welcome everyone to Trail to 100. I'm Jacob Bateman. Joined along with me is my beautiful wife, Melody. Hello. And joined along with us is someone else. In fact, our first official guest on the podcast, Josh Bryant. Thanks for thanks for joining us today. Thanks for having me, guys. This will be fun. Yes. Yeah, we're excited. We definitely are excited. So Josh is a fellow ultra runner and as you guys know we've created this podcast to help those who are looking those beginner ultra runners who are either looking to get into it or have just started in the first year or two of the process um so josh tell us first off we want to know a little bit about yourself minus the running and we're about to dive deep into that okay well um i grew up in southern utah and come from a big family and most of us I'd say at least half of us were runners, and and we're all active. But um, yeah, I don't know. I got a family. I got some kids. They're fun. I got a wife. She's lots of fun. She likes to do things. Do they like to run with you? Well, you know, <laughs> <laughs> kids will be kids. Yeah. <laughs> For you mean about your fifty kids yards. Won't go run thirty miles with you? <laughs> no, no. They they enjoy soccer. I I love soccer. So we're awesome. a big soccer family, big running family. But um, super cool. But yeah, they they prefer chasing a ball. Okay. And so I don't blame them. It's sounds, fun. Sounds like kids, right? Yeah. It's kind of funny though. How many soccer players turn into runners? Do you kind of have like a hope in the back of your head? Like I hope that they run, or are you just kind of like oh whatever they? We'll do. we'll see what they do. Like yeah. 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 So. No, that's cool. I, I think as long as they enjoy it, like I said, they love soccer. I love soccer, so it's all good. That's awesome. <laughs> that's nice. You always, like, kind of hope that your kids will do something that is entertaining or something that you like to do, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you can share it. So you're not stuck, like, watching, like, ballet recitals. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's my fear. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing wrong with ballet. <laughs> Anyways, Josh, um... So you mentioned that you were in a family that was pretty active. Um, so yeah. give us a brief running like history, how you started running for a pastime. Oh, I don't know. Just kind of in high school. Um, my older brothers ran track, and I don't know if they ran cross country. I'm, I'm trying to think. I think my brother Dan ran cross country before I got into high school. Mm-hmm. So anyway, I got in. We ran cross country, track, played soccer, all that, like I said. And then afterwards, after high school, I kind of became an adult and got a job. And so, (laughs) yeah. yeah. Jobs ruin everything. They do, right? It's just, I don't know. I'm really good with structure too, though. So it's like, oh, you don't got practice, you don't got to meet, what are you going to run for? Yeah. (laughs) But, um, so yeah, I went for a while without running and then, and then just after we moved up north. I decided I wanted to run a marathon, so I signed up for one in the spring. I signed up for one in the fall, but I signed up in the spring. What made you want to run a marathon? Was it just like a, was it like a midlife crisis? Was it like a, 
I just need a challenge in my life. Like, where did that come from? I don't even know. I probably just saw an ad or, or someone maybe an said angel something. Plop something in your mind. Like yeah, a yeah, a little marathon <laughs> seed. And <laughs> yeah. But uh, anyhow, I, I signed up in the spring for the fall race, and you have that in your head like, oh, I got six months. Yeah. And you're like, I got three months. Yeah. I got six weeks, and you got three weeks, and then you're like, well, it's this weekend, so I better go run a few miles. Oh, shoot. And so that's <laughs> kind of how it went, and I ran it, and I hurt. Did you finish it? I did, yeah. Do you mind if I ask what your time was? Uh, it was... 5.30-ish, okay. 5.45-ish. That's not bad for not so, training. <laughs> like, no. What would you say was your longest run leading up to the marathon? I don't know. <laughs> I was, it was a 10K. It was bad. Oh, I mean, the, the, you kind of sound like me. When I first got into running, I, I never even tracked. I just yeah. like, okay, I'm going to go run to this point and back, you know? Yeah. And the tracking didn't even cross my mind when i first oh yeah for sure yeah it was seriously like oh i got time to train i got time to train and then like you're saying you don't keep track of what you're doing and then it's there yeah <laughs> you're like oh well here we go <laughs> yep. man and so then you you ran the marathon and you said you hurt but then what happened after that uh well so like on the marathon itself like my hips started hurting really bad right okay mm. And I remember this. I remember going back to our friend's house we were staying with in, in Logan and sleeping. I fell asleep on the floor, woke up, and I was like, yeah, I'm not doing that again. You know, that was horrible. <laughs> Every runner says Every, that. Yeah, and that's how it goes, yep. right? Every time. Oh, yeah. So then when did you do it again? <laughs> um, I think that was top of Utah in September. September, I believe. Mm -hmm. And then I signed up for Ogden. So March, I oh, believe. Yeah, so yeah, then, so. What sparked your desire to do it again after that crazy experience? Yeah, just to hurt myself. I don't know. Just, <laughs> you know, just to see if you could beat that time or yeah, a better experience. Yeah, yeah. So. Bring it down. And so, Josh, you're, you're a big ultra runner. Um, you're competing in the Wasatch 100 coming up here in a week. You've done countless yeah. ultras um so then you so you you ran the ogden marathon then what what got into you to push further what, at what point did you say i could do more um, or can i do more i don't know for for a while it was just marathons i wanted to and i wasn't necessarily trying to race these i was trying mm -hmm. to run them just to do them kind uh -huh. of tally marks you'd say right get yeah and I did that for a long time. And I remember at work one day, me and my friend were talking, and he mentioned the Wasatch. Mm -hmm. And so we looked it up, and I was like, oh, man, yeah, that'd be fun. And then I looked, and it was a lottery, and I was like, well, not that fun. Like, <laughs> you know, extra effort to put in for it. Yeah. So that's kind of when I learned about them, and that was probably a few years after I got into marathons. Okay. And then it was probably five years after that where I decided to sign up for 100. It, it was a while. Okay. So, so you, you you chewed on it for a while in your yeah, mind. Yeah. So running Wasatch, this has like been a, a dream of yours for a long time. Yeah. Yeah. No. Okay. Okay. <laughs> with with Wasatch, for a long time, I didn't care about the bigger races, and I really didn't want to try them just because, you know, like I said, lottery. It's like, well, I can guarantee over here I could just do it. Yeah. Yeah. 
But then uh, after helping out at the Wasatch a couple times, helping some aid stations, and mm-hmm. it, it does, it hooks you in. You're just like, yeah, maybe I should. Yeah. So I was lucky, and I drew out in 2020, oh, and then okay. it was canceled and deferred to, to this year. So. Okay, gotcha. So so that the Wasatch 100 is what sparked your interest in ultras then? Yeah. You just heard about that. And, that, and how long ago was that when you first heard about it? It was... It was a good while ago. Okay, okay. <laughs> I mean, it was It was a long time ago. It was probably 10 plus years ago. Okay, so this has been like a long time coming. Yeah. Okay. I feel like there's been like angels in your life who are like, <laughs> you're supposed to be a runner, and they just have been like plopping these like like the seeds, you know, yeah. throughout your life. That's cool. So. Well, oh, sorry. Oh, oh, no, go ahead. I was going to interrupt. So uh, one time me and my, and this is ties into Wasatch, like poking and prodding me because. Uh-huh. We were we were running up Malins in the winter, me and mm-hmm. my friend Jason, and we're gone. And he was talking about Wasatch. I was like, I, I don't really see a reason. I wanted, you know, I don't see a reason to do this. <laughs> and it was like five seconds later, a big old clump of snow fell from a pine tree and just landed right on top of me. Really? <laughs> like and you we're idiot. like, <laughs> yeah. And me and him were like, okay, maybe that's Wasatch saying, like, don't talk bad about me. Like, <laughs> that's funny. No, but, uh, seriously, you really have been pushing. Yeah. This, so huh? <laughs> something, angel. I don't know, a squirrel. Something didn't like it. Yeah. <laughs> That's hilarious. So after you heard about Wasatch 100 and that kind of sparked your interest in ultras, what led you to your first ultra race or your first ultra run? Okay. Well, I – so in 2012 was my first. Mm -hmm. I ran the Buffalo 100. Okay. And – So your first ultra run was a 100-mile race. Yes. And the – that's what I'm talking about. Wow. <laughs> yeah, we started at the 50 range. <laughs> yeah. And we get flack for that. People yeah. like, it's not a 50K? They're like, yeah, right do a, a 50K. 50? Yeah. Like, <laughs> so the Buffalo 100, that's in, uh, is that on Antelope Island yeah. here in Utah? Yeah, yeah. Okay, gotcha. And so give us give us the training, like what that was like. Yeah, and, let's like rewind. Yeah. Like put yourself back in those days. How did you train for that? So okay. you signed up for it. What what was your plan? So I think before I even signed up for it, I actually ran a, a double back-to-back marathon. Oh, wow. Um, okay. A Saturday, I think it was a Saturday, Sunday, Friday, Saturday, something. Uh-huh. Yeah. And just, you know, to see how the body reacts, right? Mm-hmm. So you're already hitting pretty high mileage. Yeah. Okay. Training-wise, not so much. but Okay, okay. <laughs> but race-wise, I was. Um, but I, I spoke with a guy during those marathons that uh-huh. – uh, Steve Kessel and he had run hundreds and, and I talked to him about it. He's like, Oh yeah, you'll be fine. If you can do this, you'll, you'll be fine. Like, just, really? you know, it's, it's compounding, but it's, it's the same. Mm-hmm. So I worked my way up from November. I ran those back to back and then March is the Buffalo. And I fell into the same trap of, I got a few months, oh. you know, and I got to start now. I got to start now, but I never really got going. So, so how many miles or how many hours a week were you, quote unquote, training? Or was it just like... You had to guess. Yeah. Uh, I would say probably less than six. And that's okay. like including like soccer games because I, I played a lot of soccer at the time. And, okay. So you're still fairly and I'm active. Ge- yeah. I'm getting okay. some good intervals at least. So. Okay. So you're getting kind of some sprints in. Are you doing any kind of like long runs at all? I think I was not okay. not consistently and not 
probably just enough kind to of matter. randomly yeah. when you felt like it, you'd go on a long run. Yeah. What was your, so you had the long runs in November. Besides that, what was like the longest run you did before that race? Um, probably, uh, I'm trying to think. I might have, I might have done a 50 on my birthday. Okay. Just itself. Yeah. Okay. I just might have. I don't know if that was that year, but. Okay. Okay. So you're like free spirit hippie styling it. <laughs> yes, just going with the very flow. Much. Just letting the spirits like. guide me. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> okay, whatever, okay. Whatever that day brings you. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And and we better put a disclaimer, like, don't follow this training plan. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, we'll we'll definitely get to like how what have you yeah, changed yeah, since okay. then? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. So Wow, that's, I mean, that's impressive that you're, so I want to know how the race went. If you're just, are you doing, were you doing any cross, like besides, you know, playing soccer and some of that interval, were you doing like any weights or anything like that? Or no. you just, you just out there running? Just running. Yeah, just running some soccer. And... Okay. Nice. And you're just like, yeah, there's a hundred mile race, like looming in my future. Yeah. But... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll tackle that mountain when it gets here. Yeah. And... <laughs> And it got there. <laughs> okay, so what was it like? Yeah, let's Like hear. that week before or even the day before as you realized that here it is. Oh, I was I, – I had kind of the mindset of like, well, it's here, you know, and you just got to deal with it. Uh-huh. <laughs> no, you seem like a very chill guy. Like, <laughs> like I, I feel like – I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like you don't really get a lot of anxiety. Like, you're just very like, we'll see what happens. Like, if I drop, I drop. If, like, right? Yeah. Is that kind of the approach it, you took? It, it basically is, yeah. Okay. So. Okay. That's well, good. Well, uh, I think that's better than me because the night before my first hundred, I uh, I felt like I was about to get married again. <laughs> that, the, the anxiety. It's a big commitment. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what am I, what am I doing? Like... <laughs> You know, like all of a sudden, all the second thoughts and the, you know, what is happening right now? What am I about to do to my body sort of thing just creeps up on you. Like, you know, just all the unknown and you all of a sudden realize it's here. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's kind of my, my lax, I guess, where I'm just, I'm very much, you can ask my wife, I'm just very much like, we'll deal with it. Like it'll, it'll work. Honestly, and if not, it doesn't. <laughs> I feel like that's kind that's of the great, approach you need to take, especially great, as an ultra runner. Because yeah. it's ultra running is a lot of stress on your body, and your body doesn't know the difference between stress from work or stress from yeah, running. For sure. You know, so the less stress you have in your life, I feel like the better. So that's awesome. Yeah. So tell us about the race. What went down? How did you feel? How was it? Okay. Um. <clears throat> so the Buffalo, it runs. It runs kind of. Not a figure eight loop, but it runs a couple of loops. Mm-hmm. And the first loop going out by elephant head and everything, I told myself, go slow, you know, just hike it. Like I've read and I've talked to people, you know, follow the basic ultra rules. Mm-hmm. And I, I tried doing that. But when you're, when you're doing that, you're like, oh, I feel like I can do more. And when it's light out and there's still a bunch of people around you you do you do more (laughs) yeah Mm -hmm. pacing it's tough to pace 100 absolutely and so in my head i'm thinking i'm doing good and 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 the biggest thing that 
that affected me was my feet. I didn't really mm. pay attention and, and follow what I was told. And, With like uh, taking care of blisters and such? Yeah, oh, yeah, okay. exactly. Actually, gotcha. blisters got really bad. Mm. And I got to mile, oh, I don't know, around 50. Mm-hmm. And uh, they were just really bad. I mean, like mm. soft stepping and I was, mm. you know, and I finally was like, yeah, I should have took care of this a long time ago. Mm. Took my shoes off. My brother helped me. We won't discuss that, but they gave me a <laughs> burger and I just sat down. <laughs> so, <laughs> but uh, so at that point, are you like, oh, like shoot, am I gonna finish this, or were you just like, well, I'm just gonna push through it? I, in my head, I think I was still in it. Okay. Because I was, I think I was around like 13 hours. Uh huh. And that's pretty solid. Yeah, and I was like, I think I'm doing okay. Yeah. But um, it it did help a lot too, where with marathon and ultra marathons, like you, you get in groups or you get in rhythm with some people sometimes. So you're bouncing between a couple people or something. Mm, and, yeah. And so I had done that. I'd gotten with a few people and it'd been really nice just keeping company. Um, but after that 50 mark, after I took a long time to get my feet taken care of uh-huh. and, and they had all gone and I'd gotten cold. It's dark. And I go out for that second loop and I just, I couldn't even run like that first probably like 13 miles after that. Oh, no. Like, I just couldn't get the feet going. Yeah, so my brother was with me, helping me keep along. going. Yeah, and it just, oh. um, I ended up dropping at like 72 or something. Okay, gotcha. And I didn't, I didn't even go into the aid station. I ended up hiking up to the road and getting a ride to the aid station oh, because I was man. taking what I called robot steps where your foot doesn't pass your toes or your other foot. Oh yeah, you know. Oh man, yeah. almost so, the shuffle. Exactly, oh, and it's man. just. Oh man, it was really bad, and oh. so I was just done. Can you describe the pain you were in in that moment? On a scale one to ten, what was your pain at? It was bad. I would, I don't know. I would say seven, eight. Like, cause I mean, it was like there wasn't full pressure on it, it wasn't bad, but like uh-huh. every step it was there. Yeah, every step. Reminded mm-hmm. you on every yeah. step. Gotcha. What about the like mental emotional pain uh, at, at that moment? Yeah. What was that like? And that was you know, that's obviously worse. Like Yeah. Because you got physical pain or whatever and it's there and it's pretty bad. Yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> the the mental game, it's like my other brother was there, and he was helping me, trying to help me, and and you know, and trying to get hold of my wife. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. She's like, "What? I'm sorry, I wasted the money." You know. Oh yeah. yeah. And when when you're single income and you're having kids, and it's just, you know, so it's yeah. a sacrifice. She's letting me do it, and I'm letting them all down because I'm Aww. letting the money go, but. Do you still feel that way now? Do you feel like it was a waste of time? No, no. And nothing's really a waste when it's learning. Right, yeah, so. 100%. What do you think was the biggest lesson you took from that first race? Um, to listen to other people and, you know. Yeah. Sim- simple things like for some reason you got to take care of your feet if you're going to be on them for 30 hours or, you know, I guess so. Yeah. I, I did the math and it adds up. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. So 
you you DNF that race. What's it like after? You know, what's your mindset now about ultras? Like, is there like maybe this isn't for me, or 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 is it just a deeper drive to finish? No, yeah, it was definitely just like time to rebound, like re recoup the losses and just do it. Oh yeah, yeah. sounds like a runner. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, how long did you wait till you till you went after it again? I don't even know. Maybe about a month. So you waited a month and you and what was what was the next race that you chose then? Uh the Salt Flats 100. Salt Flats 100 okay. here in Utah. Why did you choose that one? Uh Just it was curious. local and I think it was fairly cheap too. Okay. I think it was a, yeah, that's a big factor a for yeah. us too. We're the same way. <laughs> no, there's there's these runners out there who there's one person actually i won't single them out i know some runners who they're doing races like every single month you know and i'm like holy moly that's like ten thousand dollars on races (laughs) (laughs) so you choose the salt flats 100 how did how did that go month later um it went really well and you ended up finishing that i did yeah so take us back to that moment of crossing the finish line, finishing your first 100. After you, you've DNF'd one, you came back and redeemed yourself. What was that like? Uh, it was really good. It was, like you said, redemption and just getting through it. Mentally was good. Physically was mostly good. And so... Yeah. How long did it take you to recover after that? Uh, I don't know. It was a long time ago. No. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm honestly surprised you got after it a month later. Uh, yeah, because that's I figured impressive. recovery with all that blister buildup and everything. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I might have waited longer than that, but <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you're like, I got to get back out there and do this. Yep. Get on the horse, ride it through. So. Yeah. Yeah. So let's talk about what you learned from your first experiences and what you've changed since then. So, would you consider yourself like a pro when it comes to blisters now? Yeah, not medically, but for myself, I would say, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's the thing is all runners are different, right? As long as you know how to take care of yourself, that's what really matters, right? And I'm just I'm just curious because I'm terrible at taking care of blisters. <laughs> yeah, this is one What do you weaknesses. do like when you start to feel a hot spot? Yeah. Um, during a race... If if I'm feeling a hot spot, I'll put on some some tape over top of it. What kind of tape? Um, uh, I just lost it now. I think it's called Trail Toes. Okay. And they have some some uh, goop. I don't know what they call it. Some okay. goop also, and I'll put that slide on my feet with it before run, uh, long runs and everything too. Okay, so you put so goop on your feet before you run, and then if you start to feel something coming on, you'll put tape over it. Yeah, well, so I should explain that better. Um, before before a hundred or something, I will tape my feet in known areas, okay. and okay, then okay. goop, and then if I need to, I'll put more tape on. Yeah. Okay, gotcha. We've tried. I've tried Vaseline. I actually don't have a big issue with blisters. Um, that was one of Jacob's biggest things on our 100 was blisters. Have you tried the Vaseline? Okay. That's something I heard a lot of runners do yeah, is the Vaseline. Vaseline, Aquaphor. Like, there's a oh, bunch okay. of... Yeah. We, our main thing was, like, KT tape over, mm-hmm. yep. over our blisters, and that, that was helpful. So what have you changed since your beginning days of ultra running? 
I've picked up a few good ideas, a few things that have worked really good, mm-hmm. like training consistently. Yeah. Oh, that would help. <laughs> Actually doing the homework, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> training has helped. Um, Actually, I've lost, I lost a significant amount of weight yeah. a few years ago, and that that has helped with my speed, mm-hmm. which is which is great. Oh, I've enjoyed. Yeah. Um, I've done some more like weight training. Okay, okay. So let's let's dive into that a little bit. So tell us how how do you train? How many miles? How much vert? How many hours every week? Kind of how how do you do that? Um. There's no set amount, but I try uh-huh. I try to break it into the basics, right? Like mm-hmm. foundation, like simple runs, foundation runs, um, some intervals in there, and then mm-hmm. intervals, hill training, mm-hmm. and then long runs. Okay. So your long runs on the weekends, usually, right? Generally. Um, how often do you do like back-to-back runs? Um, back-to-back long runs? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Not too often. Okay. But like during this cycle for wasatch i've probably done oh i don't know one a month like not a lot okay just curious i've had some people who are all about the back-to-back long runs but other people who are like it's better to get all of your miles in one day because it more it like better simulates a long like 50 or 100 mile run yeah so okay so about once a month is when you do that and what is a long run look like for you like how many hours or miles or I'm I'm generally a time than distance guy and awesome. so it's it's like 3 hours, you know, if if I'm going up in the hills or or with a group that wants to, like I I'll push it out longer, but I a long run for me doesn't need to be much more than 3 hours. Like Okay. I see I there's benefit for it, but I time-wise and benefit-wise I I can't justify it. Do you feel like a long run more than three hours at that point, you're just hurting your body and it's not productive? No, not necessarily. I just, like I said, I think you can get what you need out of three hours. So why do more? Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. So what is the longest run you do before a 100 mile race? I think it's all dependent on, on, on who I'm with at the time, I guess. Like I've done a few training runs on the course with groups uh-huh. Where we spent nine hours and covered a large portion of the course, okay. and I really enjoyed that. And cool. And I think that's important getting out, seeing the courses and whatnot. Yeah, yeah. No, that's that's really big. Okay, so so you're still kind of taking an approach of you don't necessarily have like a written out training plan, right? It's just you just kind of listen to your body and you just try to follow like the general principles. Yeah, I have kind of a learn. guideline I've written down, but. Okay. I'm mostly free-flowing. So. Okay, I like that. You're just kind of blowing my mind because, <laughs> you know, I, I'm a new ultra runner, and three hours for your for the main part of your training as your long runs, like... That's we, definitely we, not the approach we've taken. We, last year, we we're, were still at, learning every Saturday was like an eight-hour go in yeah. the out somewhere, and yeah. and that's, that's why I... I I mean, part of me was like, I don't know if I want to do another hundred, even though I know now I'm, I'm going to do another hundred. Yes. But it's just a you guys, that's the first time that has come out of his mouth. So I know, but you know, like because, but the part that holds me back from wanting to is I look back at my training for my first hundred, and 
like every Saturday. It was almost like a full day commitment running. Yeah, absolutely. And, well, it was. We yeah. literally couldn't plan it. Like we, <laughs> we weren't going grocery it. shopping. We're not cleaning the house. It's Sorry, run, friends home, and family. Eat and sleep. <laughs> exactly. Like we don't hang out with humans you know, anymore. Getting like, out there for those twenty to thirty mile runs, and you know, and yeah. we were driving into the mountains to do it. So you know, just more time. And, like yeah. we felt like if the run was less than five hours, we weren't being productive. Productive. Yeah. 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 So I guess part of that theory on my end Mm -hmm. is I think three hours is a good amount to stress your body. Mm -hmm. And anything more than that, I think, is more stressing on your mind, which is important. Yeah. But I think, and you guys have run that hundred and you guys, I mean, every time's a learning experience, but you guys learn like a lot of that's just a mental game where you're just like, you know, let's just get to the end of the street. Let's get to that tree. Let's get to that fork. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. And I mean, if you can push your mind through that a few times during training, that's good. But I think if you do that every time, I think it's going to overload you. Like you said, it's, it's going to burn you out. You start thinking about it Monday, like I do for school. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, that's true. Maybe no. we need to not be so intense on our long runs. I mean, maybe, yeah. Maybe. So, no. I, I, I love that. And how many ultras have you done? Um, I, I think I've done five or six races and then five or six kind of my own awesome and and just side note real quick uh you were on body smarts podcast ring and broken a little bit ago and you told us about some like pretty massive self-supported races that you've done that were more than 100 miles yeah will you just briefly tell us what you've done there just for fun um the big one was for my 30th birthday i ran from the utah arizona border to the utah idaho border right and that was solid that's so awesome (laughs) that was like over an 11 day span and it jeez that'll wear on your mind (laughs) josh i i feel like you should have done a documentary of that (laughs) you should have had camera people following how many miles i think it was like 420 wow yeah that's insane that that is insane did you how do you feel after doing something like that how long ago was that if you don't mind me asking I don't know how old am I? I think it was six years ago. Okay, so, gotcha. Man, but, that's awesome. Would you ever do anything like that again? Yeah. You're yeah. like, easy. I, and that's the thing, right? Because you always have these things like, well, let's just see what I could do. Like, yeah. hey, that's how I am. <laughs> yeah. So well, that's that's the trap. You're like, well, let's just see. And then you do it. And you're like, that wasn't as bad as I yeah, thought. I let's see if I can go a little bit better. further. Yeah. And then all of a sudden you're like running thousand mile races. and So, you know, if you, someone's listening right now, they're hearing, you know, you've done all these ultras, you've done all these self-supported races um, in which I know I saw you witnessed you do one last year in like 90, 100 <laughs> degree heat, uh, your own hundred mile race, you know, like. So you've done all this. You've ran from Arizona to Idaho. <laughs> um, so why? What keeps you doing these crazy things? Ultimately, what is it that keeps you saying like I would do? I would run from Arizona to Idaho again, or something similar. Just that mindset of like, what? What are we capable of? I I always go back to JFK and his moonshot speech where he's like. <laughs> uh, I'm not going to quote it directly, I don't think, but, you know, what we do these things to test our abilities, like, to to see what we're capable of. Like, he put that date saying we're getting to the moon by the end of the decade because 
so many things hadn't even been made yet or even thought of and they're like we got to get it mm-hmm. and so you got to push those boundaries i love it getting out of your comfort zone do you feel like the lessons that you've learned through ultra running have transferred over into your life in other areas of your life yeah just kind of those principles of like getting out of your comfort zone um pushing yourself how how do you feel like those have affected other areas of your life um i think just the like the perseverance and just for me even like communications like i uh-huh. i'm not a people person yeah and but Perfect. I I'll, you can just stay in the mountains away from all the people all day ideally day. right <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but um <clears throat> i think just being able to talk with people better like it's silly yeah. but i think it really has helped that's awesome. Is that just from like running in running groups and such and just like being involved in the running community? Um, no, because I'm kind of bummed that way. I don't do a lot of the running <laughs> groups. I'll, I'll, I'll jump on like Facebook and see a group doing a group run. I might yeah. be like, oh, yeah, I got to cover that part. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I'd like to like they do the Tuesday run, or Monday runs now, I guess. But Oh, yeah. At the Utah but just, yeah, shop. I, yeah. I need to do more. Yeah. <laughs> we've, kind of, we've talked about that too. Like we're, so I feel like we're kind of jumping all over the place here, but I feel like most of the time we run by ourselves or with each other. We don't run with groups a whole bunch either. It's a little bit intimidating running with other people. I don't yeah. know about you, but. I just like to run my pace. Yeah. I, I don't, yeah. So, you know, nothing against people, but. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I would like to run where I want, when I want, and how fast exactly. I want. That's a, that's a big one for me, too. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but but anyways, I want to get back into kind of the technical. So we talked okay. a little bit about your training. I'm curious about what your nutrition is like. How do you eat when you're not training, and then how do you eat on a run? What have you learned there? Um, For, like, a training cycle, um, I try to eat pretty healthy. Mm-hmm. And by that, I mean not like salads and everything. I mean, I uh-huh. just, I'll eat basically anything, but I try to eat portion sizes. Oh, okay. And gotcha. sometimes my portion sizes end up being like a pizza and a half. Like, <laughs> but <laughs> well, that... <laughs> after a 30 mile run, I mean, I think that's justifiable. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, um, for like race day nutrition, mm-hmm. excuse me, I, uh, I, I can eat the goose and I can handle that stuff, but I, mm-hmm. I'm a solid food guy. So I'll, mm-hmm. I'll take like a bag of spam noodles or some pizza or peanut butter sandwiches. Like I have okay. to have some solid food. Okay. That makes sense. And that sits on your stomach. Okay. You've, you haven't really had yeah. stomach issues with that. Yeah. Knock, <laughs> knock, on, knock wood. on wood. You never know. Sometimes something that works for you just all of a sudden doesn't work for you. Yeah. Right. Has yep. there been some foods that like have ruined a race experience for you or anything or, or and have, you just learn or like that's nu- off limits. Has nutrition ever really eld you to where you were on the verge of quitting because of nutrition? No. Okay. Awesome. So you're I one of the lucky ones with yeah. an iron gut. Yeah. That's that was, awesome. For, for both of us, that was we actually the worst, worst part oh, okay. of the, yeah. our run was. So we're still trying to figure yeah, that out. Yeah, the gut. It just felt like I had a bowling ball in my gut Duh. the whole time. Yeah. But. Anyways, that's that's pretty awesome, yeah. But I'm with you on the solid foods, eating eating real food during yeah, the race. For sure. Actually, helped. I learned for me that I cannot eat anything solid on a long run. After about three hours, I need gels and liquids, and that's it. As soon as I eat something that I have to chew, my belly uh, is done for. See, and I'm the opposite. I can usually do, like, the gels earlier on, and I have a rougher time with them later. Oh, interesting. And not even, like, in my gut or my belly, but just uh-huh. more just 
getting them down. Mm. I'm like, no, just give me some cold pizza. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. Okay. And then weights and cross training. What do you do there? Um, I still play soccer, so I kind of count that as cross training. And And there's your like high intensity. Yeah. That's awesome. And that's, you know, the flexibility. Sometimes you're not meaning to and you're kicking hot. I don't know. You know. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, No, soccer would be a great way to get interval training. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, I've just been doing some self-weight, body weight uh, lifting this year. Okay. So just kind of like push-ups, lunges, squats, like after run yeah. kind of thing? Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. And do you have any, um, I guess, how how have you decided like what kind of weight training you're going to do? Like, like zero judgment. Like have you done any um, – like research on these are the things I need to do, or it's just kind of, I had a, do the basics. Do you know I, what I'm saying? Yeah. So I, I, I've kind of looked at things myself and then uh-huh. I've also had a friend who, who got me in contact with a, one of his college friends who, yeah. who does that kind of stuff. And he gave me some good guidelines. Okay. Guidance. Okay. Gotcha. So. Okay. Have you ever, Oh, sorry. Go ahead and I'll ask your question. Okay. I'll go. Have you ever had a coach? Or have you kind of done everything on your own? No, Just... I, I've gotten a couple coaches. Oh, okay. And so um, one has moved out east. And when I was trying to get my marathon time down, he coached uh-huh. me for one year. And mm. and then I came over and, and uh, Cameron helped me. Oh, yeah. Awesome. So. Awesome. Okay. And what? how did having a coach help you? Was that – did you like having a coach? Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, I do a lot better with structure. And okay. so when, when they're like, okay, Monday, you're this Tuesday, this, and just tick down the line. Like, yeah, it, it's still rough. I mean, you still got to do it, but mm-hmm. it's a lot easier. And then seeing different perspectives too, from the first coach to, to how Cameron was helping me. Yeah. Um, I, I for sure prefer the heart rate rather than just pace. Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're all so about you're, heart rate. You're saying running with your running your pace based on your heart rate rather than yeah saying i have to hit it like a 10 minute or 9 absolutely yeah okay and just for people listening cameron is one of the physical therapists at body sport he's helped a lot of athletes get their times down okay that's we've never i guess we can't say we've never had coaches we've had cameron and mark here at body smart who've kind of acted as our coaches the last couple of years been a big help yeah so with ultra running, your family and friends, do they support you in this or do they, they all think you're nuts? Or both. Yeah. <laughs> it's a little bit of everything, right? No. Yeah. <laughs> no, they are. I mean, that's everyone's life is built up by everyone around, right? Everyone's living on everybody. We're the pillars made from who you're around. And, and yeah. that's really who I, how it, it feels to me. Like my wife, my kids, my friends, um, <clears throat> without them, you know, you're just floating around. So yeah. they've helped a ton. They're super supportive. Um, even even when it doesn't seem like they are sometimes, you know they are because they're allowing you to do it. So Yeah. Yeah. No, that's awesome. And that it probably does get tough sometimes, huh? Especially oh, for sure. with a family. Will you tell us a little bit about the sacrifices you have made and your family's made to be able to do this sport? Um, time is a big one obviously yeah hours how, and hours <laughs> how long um or how many hours a week do you train right now um probably hold on math 
I would probably say seven to ten. Well, I would say ten. Okay. Ten hours would be fair for an average. Okay, gotcha. And that's not a lot, but it is when... Oh, when there's lot. three kids and a wife. That's a lot of time. I don't, I don't have any kids, and I'm proud of myself if I hit a 10-hour week. Yeah. You know, it, it, it's a lot. Yeah, for sure. Um, and then also, I guess, looking forward to, as you now keep moving forward. So what, what are your goals right now with ultra running um, as, you, as you start to, you know, look forward to the next couple of years? Yeah. Well, right now, I'm really looking forward to next week for the Wasatch 100. We're looking forward to it, too. Yeah. Do you have a certain time or anything you're trying to hit? Or? I do. I got a, I got a shooting for the star here, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna go for under 20. Wow. And, nice. And and that's gonna be like, let's hope for the perfect day. For, yes. You that, know that would take a the butterflies day. taking my shoulders. Yes. <laughs> the angels who've been leading yeah. you to this moment. Exactly right. right. I think Man. I think that's awesome that you have that kind of goal. I mean, to shoot for the stars. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah, you know that's what's gonna push us. And yep. And that's... I figure if if I get it, I get it. And if not, I'll. Pull myself out of the mud, face up, you know, yeah. and scrape it off and finish in 30. I don't yeah, know. They'll just exactly. sign up for another 100-mile race a month later and yeah. you get your goal. Rachel, <laughs> I won't do that. <laughs> oh, man. That's, a, that's awesome. We'll be there volunteering at one of the aid stations. So. Awesome. We're, and just so you know, like, we're so stoked for you. I <laughs> yeah. feel like um, for those of you listening, Josh was a really big support um, for us when we did our 100-mile race last yeah. year. So we had actually never reason we decided to bring Josh on is we never had run a hundred miles. And all of a sudden this, this random guy starts messaging us on Facebook, cheering us on, <laughs> giving us advice, but you know, he, but he told us he was an ultra runner, you know, and, and it was just so encouraging to have someone who is, cause we didn't really know anyone in the ultra running community either. And yeah. someone just, you know, one someone who someone did who it before yeah. believed that we could do it. <laughs> so, so so we're excited to support you in this race. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> we're cheering you on. So, okay, this is a question I am excited to ask. How do you deal with the haters and the non-believers? People who are like, that's bad for someone you. You're straight up crazy. You're crazy for wanting to do that in Why 20 do you do hours. Yeah. Like, you can't run 100 miles in 20 hours. I don't know. I... I, I luckily I have a lot of support, so I don't hear yeah. much. You don't of have that. a lot of haters. Yeah. That's good. That's great. Cut <laughs> those people out. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Them out of there. I guess mostly I get the ones that are like, "Aren't you going to get injured?" And I'm just like, "Yeah, but I might get hit by a car too." Like, yeah, yeah if it happens, it happens. That's the thing. <laughs> yeah, you know, for sure. And let's be honest: running hundred miles. It is not good for you. It is not healthy. No matter how in shape you are. Mentally, physically. (laughs) You are hurting yourself. (laughs) But the hurt is worth it. It's 100% worth it. So So we wanted to just ask you a few more quick questions, then we'll get you out of here. These are just more technical. Um, So gear, what what gear do you use um, maybe in the beginning and have you switched up at all, like running shoes or or even socks if you have a special pair (laughs) of socks? Um, So like early in, I was, and I still, I still believe like cheaper equipment works. Awesome. And, but I have been able to purchase better equipment Uh and, and then it kind of, 
it, it's better. It's how it is, right? But yeah. But I don't. I want to discourage anyone from like using, like even like Walmart stuff. I still run in Walmart uh, shorts. You know, just. Yeah. I right. mean, it works. There are more comfortable, mm-hmm. and, and better things, but. But they're not necessary. I, yeah, I exactly. still run in my basketball shorts from high school. So. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. right? I like that. I really like that. Yeah. My my philosophy when we did our hundred last year, I was like. I want to make this as comfortable as possible. So I was like, we're going to spend the money to get the nice yeah. gear, yeah. you know? Um, and we did make a few changes. We were running in like Sierra backpacks from yeah, Walmart. We, yeah. <laughs> we had our, our first 50, we had these, you know, basically like backpack camel, for, can't, not camelback brown, but the knockoff. Yeah that you get from walmart that leaked everywhere yeah <laughs> yeah i mean it worked though it got the job done we finished our 50 and and we probably could have finished our 100 in those but it just was a little bit nicer to we eventually got some osprey backpacks and it, yeah. it just is more comfortable it makes and, it a little bit more enjoyable you and know? that's really what it is it's like do what you can do with what uh-huh. you have mm-hmm. and so i i think the only thing worth wording right you got to word things right but the uh-huh. only thing i feel like is like a necessary mm-hmm. to spend money on are shoes like make sure you get mm-hmm. shoes that your body like that your feet work with mm-hmm. because like i said earlier your feet somehow are involved in these events or something yeah yeah, yeah like you're standing <laughs> on them for yes. 40 hours straight <laughs> and what brand of shoe do you go with now um I I enjoy ultras and mm. this uh, Hoka Speed Goats. Okay. I haven't had much luck with any of the Hokas I've tried, but the Speed yeah. Goats they really like my feet. So. The Speed Goats are comfortable. Yeah. I haven't ran in them, but I've tried them on and they're comfy. They almost I I tried them on and I felt like it was like a mini trampoline almost. <laughs> yeah, they're <laughs> I springy. My shoes are on a little so, bit springy. Yeah. So the hundred yeah. last year when I went at Ben Lomond, uh-huh. like. I laced those speed goats up for the first time, and I walked out my door and left for it. Wow. So, awesome. so you, and they took really good care of me. So you nice. just went running 100 in, a, in shoes you've never ran before. Yeah. I don't recommend that either, but I did. <laughs> honestly, honestly, my opinion from what I've seen with the athletes here and at the Utah Running Shop, if you get the right pair of shoes, you can just go run 100 mm-hmm. miles in them. Like, if you can't put on a new pair of shoes and go run 100 miles – um, it's because you haven't trained for a ball race or it's, <laughs> it's, they're not the right shoes, you know? Yeah. So I personally don't see anything wrong with that. If you have the That's right awesome. pair. Um, okay. Favorite race that you competed in. Oh, it would be a DNF. Okay. Awesome. <laughs> I want to go back to it because it's probably, it is the best one I've been to, but it's the Magoyan monster down in Arizona. Uh-huh. I think oh. I'm saying that right. Okay, and we'll have to look into that. Is that what? What is that like a hundred? Yeah, it's a hundred. Okay, and so cool. And it is. It's. I think it's like twenty four thousand vert change. Also, like it's wow. nice. it's so beautiful country though. Yeah. Like just mm. kind of similar to Wasatch because Wasatch is about twenty seven hundred, yeah. right? Yeah, I think Wasatch is around twenty four. Also, yeah. So okay. I mean, it's similar. I think and cool. Well, but it is. It's, it's just beautiful. Plus, it's a big foot theme so yeah that's sweet <laughs> the buckle's really cool <laughs> <Heck> yeah <laughs> yes all about the swag okay what resources do you use what resources would you recommend books youtube videos kind of what have you used in the past that helps oh everything you know everyone does yeah everyone does their internet searches and um 
you know, the YouTube videos, there's, I love watching those. Like occasionally when you get stuck in the winter on a treadmill, like I'd wait till it's dark and Mm -hmm. cover the screen with a towel and then just watch YouTube videos of, you know, ultra runs or just documentaries. Um, I think that's a great source of help though, because you can learn from them without having to have that pain that they're in. (laughs) Yeah. And you you get to see it when you're watching it. And then just, uh, the other runners, like, listen to him like actually take mm-hmm. the advice like you can use it <laughs> not like, like like advice from runners who like have done it before is that what you mean yeah, yeah. Oh, okay so, gotcha okay use it implement it yeah try it out yeah yeah because there's probably a reason they're telling you <laughs> it. Yeah. especially yes. if you hear it from multiple people yeah. <laughs> yeah don't be the person who's like you have to learn it for yourself like listen <laughs> yeah. to people yeah. <laughs> And then here, a last question before we let you go. So if there's someone out there listening to this podcast right now who is considering doing their first hundred, um, they, you know, trying to get up the gumption to do it, um, what would you tell them? I would say just throw the dice, do it. (laughs) Um, Just do it. Yeah, do a little homework. Find a good support group that'll help you through it and do it I because it. you can do it. You can. Totally. Do you, you believe that anybody could run 100 miles? I think so. I think I think if you can cover a marathon distance, you can cover 100 miles. Amen. Like, I mean, once you get past a certain point, then it's just mentally doing it. Totally. I don't hear that. Awesome. Well, thanks. Thank you again, Josh. This has been an awesome conversation. I know I've taken away quite a few points. Yeah, I'm like, "Mm, how can we change our training based off of this? This is us listening to someone who has more experience and and trying to implement it. Yeah, this is us asking (laughs) the experienced runners. So thank you. Thank you once again. Thank you, Um, guys. Yeah, we appreciate having you around and cheering us on. And and uh, good luck on that Wasatch 100. Yeah, we'll see you guys out there. <laughs> yeah, it'll, it'll be awesome. And thanks everyone who was listening today and hopefully you got some good stuff out of that too. Don't forget to like, follow, subscribe so you can continue to get these episodes and learn how to train for your first ultra.